Hello all, and welcome to Daryl Discusses. I'm your host, Daryl. Hello everyone, and welcome back to Daryl Discusses. This is episode number 27, and today is Tuesday, October the 20th. Um, first and foremost, I want to start off by talking about the the new Hunter Biden... I want to say conspiracy, but it's not really a conspiracy. Like, it's it's like a, the new story about him. As we all know, uh, Hunter Biden is Joe Biden's drug addict son. That part isn't really too important, but every single photo that they... Like, whenever the media uses us, like, you know, talks about a story about him, they always use a photo of him with, like, a crack pipe in his mouth or something. Like, okay, he was... You know, he used to be a drug addict. I'm sure he's recovered. Even if he hasn't, who the fuck cares? Not really our business. Uh, but this is our business, though. Uh, Hunter Biden allegedly took his computer to the uh, Delaware Mac shop, a laptop, you know, a computer repair place. And uh, in fact, earlier today, they found his signature on the $80, you know, receipt. Uh, and the New York Post uh, published a report saying emails obtained from the laptop show Joe Biden... Joe Biden knew, no, Joe Biden, you know, he was in on his son's business deals. Uh, of course, the Biden campaign says that it's fake news, none of this is real, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, uh, Hunter Biden allegedly, again, allegedly, none of this has been proven yet, though the FBI has the laptop in their position allegedly uh i have it right here it says uh the fbi declined to confirm whether or not they have the laptop and whether or not a criminal investigation is being held on the bidens uh the fbi and doj department of justice uh both concurred with an assessment from Director of uh, National Intelligence, uh, John Ratcliffe, that the laptop is not part of a Russia disinformation campaign attacking the Biden campaign. They said, you know, this has nothing to do with the Russians, for once. (laughs) You know, it's quite sad that Democrats keep keep ending up in the news because of emails i mean first we had a uh, hillary clitoris oh excuse me hillary clinton <laughs> uh first we had uh clitoris you know she deleted god knows how many hundreds of thousands of emails and then she was nearly imprisoned you know she testified before congress all this stuff and now we have hunter biden joe biden's son and same thing though he didn't delete any emails they're all on his hard drive and now they're in the uh, FBI building, which is phenomenal. Hopefully they do find something, and hopefully they arrest Hunter Biden and Joe Biden for his uh, corruption. But hopefully all this happens after the election, which is in about uh, two weeks, I think. Well, uh, early voting has started here in Florida and uh, a few other states as well. I personally will not be voting early. I'm going to, you know, this is my first election that I'm eligible to vote. So I'm going to go to the polls on November 3rd, and I'm going to cast my vote. I'm sure you can all guess for whom I'll be voting. Though, of course, 
that is secret information. It's it's obvious I'm gonna vote for Trump. Joe Biden's a fucking retard. <laughs> oh. Speaking of uh, both Trump and Biden, uh, last week I think or Monday, a few days ago, uh, there was a debate scheduled. You know, uh, both Biden and Trump were supposed to debate publicly like they always do, uh, but due to Trump's, uh, you know, getting COVID and uh, a whole bunch of stuff, the debate was canceled. And instead, both candidates held uh, town halls, which is basically, you know, you sit there on a stage and uh, there is a bunch of people in the audience, some of whom are in favor of you, some of them are in favor of your opponent, some of them are independents, and they ask you questions. Um, Though, actually, okay, before I get into that, Trump's thing was right here in uh, Miami. And I, uh, I actually drove by it, or well, I tried to drive by it, but Secret Service closed like six streets in every direction, so we couldn't get close to it. And I tried parking and you know walking off to go see the president. That was not allowed either. Like they were like, yeah, no, you're funny, get the fuck out. And so me and my friend who was next to me, my friend who is a Biden supporter, well, she's not a Biden supporter, but she doesn't like Trump, so like I think she's gonna vote for Biden. Which, you know, again, it's perfectly fine to have, you know, friends that you disagree with. I mean, if you only have friends that agree with everything you say, you don't learn anything. I mean, in my opinion, the best thing, I mean, I have most of my friends, in fact, most people that I know are liberals, and that's perfectly fine, you know, their downfall. But the good thing about being friends with liberals is that you get a very healthy debate going on, you know, they tell you, hey, I don't support uh trumps this this or this and i'm like yes but this this, you know whatever and you you have a very healthy interaction of ideas and in my opinion that's the best way to learn uh but as i was saying trump's town hall wasn't really a town hall i mean yeah they had a i think it was like seven or eight questions i think it was like 10 questions from the audience members and stuff but it was mainly the moderator, I forget her name, she's a very, very pretty, um, I think she works for NSNBC, she's a, a, a reporter, very pretty, you know, decently intelligent, but she spent the entire time, you know, attacking Trump, and every time he would go to speak, she'd get, he'd get interrupted, it's like, okay, like, do you want him to answer the question, or are you just, like, you know, trying to get some jabs in there, I guess, and then Biden's town hall, uh, I didn't see most of it, because this is actually like genuinely insane not to mention super stupid they held both town halls at the same time they were both on at, you know eight o'clock i think so like you had to pick which one to watch so i saw trump's live and then i went home no yes i was out with my friend when the thing was going on i got home i watched trump's first and then i saw biden's which I don't know why you would have them at the same time. Like, that just doesn't seem very logical to me. But maybe I'm in the minority here. Uh, but yeah, uh, Biden's town hall was a little different. Um, firstly, they found one of Trump's, excuse me, one of Obama's speechwriters was one of the people asking questions. He was, you know, he was hiding behind a mask uh, and asking questions. And then. Uh, they found out that most of the undecided people were not undecided. Uh, also, th- something that I read earlier today, and I hope isn't true, because that's just 
very stupid. Uh, Biden, like all political candidates, have TV ads. Of course, it's normal. It's how you win. And one of the ads was this, you know, big, burly, uh, macho man who was like, oh, I own a bar and Donald Trump's policies are wrecking my bar, blah, blah, blah. I'm going broke because of him or some shit. They found that that guy was a multi-millionaire donor. <laughs> you kind of just hired an actor. Isn't that a lot easier? It's like, oh, you know, here's 10 bucks. Say this. Instead of getting one of your highest donors in front of the camera, like anyone can very easily just Google, you know, and I'm, I'm assuming that's how they found who this guy was. And they realize they're like, oh shit, he's a multi-millionaire. And he's here really saying that he can't afford to keep his people on payroll. Really? Okay. Um, there was an Orlando company. I forgot which one. I saw this earlier today and I just remembered it. Uh, which in my opinion is kind of like a form of voter intimidation. To be like, oh hey, if uh, Biden wins, I'm going to have to fire a few of you guys. You know. There are layoffs that's coming soon to a uh, workhouse near you. Eh, that's a little iffy. Another voter intimidation thing that I'm strongly against. Like, there's no way in hell I can support this. Uh, there was a a Miami police officer who was working at a poll station, you know, keeping it safe or whatever the fuck people, you know, those people do at polling stations. But he was wearing a, a MAGA mask, you know, make America great again, whatever. And according to the rules of these sorts of places, you can't, you know, you can't even wear a button or a pin or anything that, you know, that in, is in support of either candidate, which, fair enough, I guess. And, you know, having a cop, you know, badge, gun, everything, uh, even though, yeah, I'm with him, I support, you know, Donald Trump and all this stuff and good for him. But, you know, no one is above the law. If the law states that you can't wear these sorts of things within, I think it's a hundred feet of any polling place, then, you know, you can't do that. You got to support the law, especially if you're law enforcement, you know, your job is to enforce the law, not to, you know, bend it to your own whim. I mean, imagine being a little lonely, you know, a little pathetic little Democrat walking in there and seeing this, you know, six foot tall, burly ass man, burly ass cop, excuse me, with a massive freaking gun and all of the tasers and all the crap that guns that cops have clearly i'm not very uh, educated on what cops have on their uniforms <laughs> oh but yeah you, you walk in and you see this cop and he's wearing a freaking maga mask you're like oh shit if i vote for biden he's gonna fucking shoot me or whatever <laughs> i i shouldn't make fun of that it's, though it's pretty funny but again very messed up hopefully you know there's uh repercussions for all that though quite frankly i don't think there will be also, very important, uh, there's uh, multiple websites where if you think you're registered to vote, but you're not sure, you log in, you put your name, uh, date of birth, I think that's it, and it shows you, for example, mine, I have, I'm holding it right here in my hand, it says, you know, my name, my address, uh, city, zip code, county, the voter ID, the date of my registration, which I registered in 2019, uh, your party affiliation, you know, Republican Party of Florida, and then your voter status. That's very important. If it's active, then boom, you... Uh, an active voter refers to a registered voter who is eligible to vote. So if you check that and you're good, then you can go out and you can vote, which is very important. 
I don't care what party you support, whether you're a Democrat, a Republican, independent, a Tea Party, a Green Party, a Libertarian Party, whatever party you are, make sure to vote. Your vote is very important. Well, technically not, because, you know, the Electoral College is above everything, but still, it's important to vote. Even if you do vote third party, I mean, the more votes they get, the more funding they get, which is pretty interesting, I suppose. Oh, okay. This has nothing to do with politics, but I was sent this meme earlier, and it's pretty interesting. It's just some statistics about uh, homosexuals. Uh, homosexuals make up 2% of the population, which I, I figured there was a lot more. But granted, I live in a really, I live in a very, you know, it's, it's a, a massive city, so of course there's going to be more, you know, homosexuals. 46% uh, of lesbians were molested. 40% of gay males were molested. 33% of child sexual abusers were uh, homosexuals. Uh, they have a 20% age rate, a 40% suicide rate. 55% of top 20 serial killers were homosexuals. They have a 40% chance of, and excuse me, no, 40% drug use rate. Uh, and this is actually really interesting. I did not know that the number was this high. 88% of transgender children stop or regret being trans as adults. 88%. That is an, a staggering number. I mean, that's insane. And this is also something that I didn't know at all. It says... Uh, Lesbian domestic violence rates are higher than straight couples. And I don't know... I don't know if that's... A, like, that's clearly terrible. But I don't know if that's true. Like, are lesbians really that violent? I mean, I've been around a number of them for years, and I don't think I've ever seen any of them fight. Well, okay. In fact, the two that I hang out with the most, every time they're, I'm with them, they fight verbally. But I'm, I'm not seeing them, you know, throwing punches or anything. Because, I mean, domestic abuse is, you know, that's abuse. Though, could verbal abuse count? Because if it does, then okay, fair enough, I guess. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> what else should I talk about? Ooh, uh, earlier today, I went with Charles to the park like we do every day. And we were... I think we walked about a mile and a half, I guess, uh, from where I had parked my car. You know, walking. We, we walked around the park, and then we went onto the streets, and we kept walking. And, like, halfway from us returning from where we were, it started pouring. Like, from one second to the next, it was like buckets were being thrown from the freaking sky. And so I, you know, I got Charles, and we ran, and we ran, and we ran. And uh, Charles being the very intelligent, beautiful, lovely dog that he is, he he th like started th the word isn't thrashing, but he started like gallivanting in puddles, because for some reason dogs have that instinct. Oh my god, it's a puddle! It's mud. Let's you know, let's fuck with it. Especially my dog, you know Charles, as you can see from the the thumbnails of all these things, he is a black and white cocker spaniel. His back. Like, his upper back is all black. You know, his head is mainly black. But his underbelly and his paws are mainly white. And so this little bastard, who's relatively small, he's about, I don't know, a foot off the ground maybe? He's short. Uh, the puddles reach to about, like, his elbows. 
like I guess that's his doggy elbow. And so he was just playing around in the mud and splashing mud everywhere. And then I uh, went in my car. I you know I I connected his seatbelt. I you know left him there. Uh, I lowered the window next to him, and then I had to run back. I didn't run like you know a mile or anything. Uh, I had to run I don't know like 60, 50 feet. I had to hop a little fence to get our frisbee, which he had in his mouth, like he was holding it the entire way. And then he dropped it, and I didn't notice until I got in the car. You know, thankfully, you know, he's fine. I, he had the window down, car, you know, was on, the AC was on, he's chilling. Like, you know, don't attack me, you're being a bad dog owner. The windows were down, he was breathing, whatever. And so I had to run back, get the frisbee, and as I was running back, I hopped the fence, and I fell, face first, into a puddle. <laughs> And so now, tomorrow, I have to go and clean my car because it is absolutely fucking filthy. Like, it is, like, demonstrably disgusting. Like, if I could show you photos, I would. It is so bad. And so, uh, when I pulled, you know, I pulled up to my house, I parked, uh, I got Charles, I hoisted him up, and we ran into the house, went straight into the bathroom, and then, you know, I undressed Charles undressed i guess he took off his collar and his bow tie and we you know i put him in the bath i raised the bathtub you know a bit i filled the bathtub a bit i uh, threw some bubbly crap i got some of his toys threw it in there and i gave him the best bath of his life like right now he looks so clean granted it's not easy to wash a dog i mean i personally don't know how to do it properly like every time i try to do it i think i do it poorly which is fine, you know, I'm no expert or anything. That's why I pay a groomer to, you know, clean him, clean his teeth, cut his nails, trim him up and stuff. But since he's currently, like, basically bald, there was no need to do that. So I had to do it myself. Uh, and the issue isn't really cleaning him, per se. The issue is drying him once he's, you know, all wet. And so what I do is I put a towel on the floor, I sit on the toilet, and I get another towel, a much bigger one, and I throw that one over him and then I clean him you know I try to like most of his face about and stuff and then once he's like semi dry like that not to mention he shakes off and he air dries and stuff and once he's semi dry I <laughs> I get the blow dryer which he absolutely hates for some reason that and vacuum cleaners I don't know what dogs have against this stuff and <laughs> I, I turn on the the hair dryer at the lowest possible setting so it's you know nice and i want to say it's not loud but it's still like it's a horrible noise but it's the lowest heat setting so it doesn't burn him and then i get the uh, the blower and then i you know i with my left hand i'm left-handed my left hand i have the blower and the dryer and then on my on my right hand i'm holding the towel so as i'm like blow drying him i'm drawing him off and so on and so on and so on until he's dry and then i i get a comb he has a special because he's a uh what's the there's a term for his sort of like coat it's it's very long and silky hair it's like how i had my hair until like a week ago when i got a haircut <laughs> uh, and so yeah so you had to get a very special comb to be able to comb out all the knots and stuff in his ears and especially when he had long hair on his uh, underbelly and whatnot I'm not too good at that, so I, I try and I try and I try to comb his hair. It doesn't really work, so uh, I just pass him over to my parents. I'm like, hey, enjoy him. Clean him up if you can. <laughs> uh, 
And so, yeah, yeah, they, they handle that part. But yeah, that's about it. Dog-wise. What else is new in my life? School. I, uh, I finished my math class. My intro to college class is nearly done, I think, next week. I have a paper due tomorrow that I have not started on. And then I have a two-minute video, like, project thing also due tomorrow that I haven't started on. So, uh, that's quite fun. I had my math final, which I did decently well on. I think I got a B or a C. I don't know. I have like a 500 and something percent in that class. I think I'm good. <laughs> uh, I, I really don't understand the grading scale, the grading scale in that class. Like every other class, it's out of 100, you know. You have a 90, you have an A. You have an 80, you got a B. You have a 70, you got a C. And so on and so forth. But this class, I have a 400 and something. I don't even know what the max is, but I'm assuming it's like 500. So I'm assuming I have a B. Hopefully I have a B. I don't want to redo that class. Because <laughs> the issue with college is, yeah, classes are quote-unquote easier. Like, there's a lot less work involved in classes. But, like, I don't want to do it. Like, the work that we do get, for example, the essay that I have to write tomorrow is... I already have my rough draft here. It's, uh, it's entitled my room and i basically have to write about my favorite room in the house or blah 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 blah. and i figured hey you know i can talk about my bedroom it's easy you know okay here i'll describe it to you uh there's a bed there's a record player there's a giant bookshelf there's another bookshelf in front of me in front of me there's a massive desk on my left there's a desk and on my right there's a desk boom that's my room that's a a plus give me that a of course obviously i have to be very descriptive you know i have to say uh Directly in front of me, there is a television screen, but if I turn 90 degrees, in front of me, there is a World War II poster. Above that, there is a painting done by my uncle. Blah, you know, crap like that, like boring stuff like that that only English teachers care about. <laughs> I mean, uh, no disrespect to my English teacher. She's a very nice, sweet old lady, uh, I guess. It's really weird, though, because whenever I go to her class in person, I'm usually the only one there, and it's really awkward because, you know teachers they're used to staring at a room full of people so they look around the room they look at everybody i guess but if it's just one person just staring intently into your soul and that's not too fun <laughs> and you know what on that note i will leave you all for today thank you all very much for watching and goodbye thank you all very much for joining me in today's episode of burial discusses goodbye everyone have a good rest of your day and thank you for joining me once again goodbye